Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance, to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Lift Effect podcast. I'm Carl Keller, and I'm here with Matt McNeil, the man, as always. How are you doing, buddy? I'm awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, today, this week was a good week. This week was a really good week. Um, how so? How so? I'll, I'll tell you, but how are you doing? I'm, I am here to just be at your service. To serve. <laughs> to serve. <laughs> You were going there. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things that made this week good was, if, f- surprisingly, it was good, even though my daughter had stomach flu, which was not good at two o'clock in the morning. Three bed changes, four, four outfit changes over the course of six hours. It was crazy, man. It was insane. It was like, just get it in the bucket, please. Just get it in the bucket. She finally started to get it in the bucket after it was like cooled down. I'm like, well, okay. You know, it was like, you know, one hour of sleep, uh, sleep was not good. And when I don't get good sleep, I am a wreck. Like that, that is like my foundation is sleep. Uh, but anyways, but what was cool about this week is I, I, uh, had a couple cool things. I had some good meetings. I had, um, I got a chance to spend time with one of the peer support programs for an airline. That's just a, an awesome support program. And, um, the peers were were cool. It was fun. I was just a good, like disruption of. My, it was a happy disruption from my normal routine. Was um just to get to spend time with these folks, and we got to rap and talk about ways of engaging, and you know some of their obstacles that they're running into, and we kind of brainstormed. So it was just really fun. I I just enjoyed enjoyed that and enjoyed the the, the peeps. They were they're really awesome, amazing people that are just giving of their time and of themselves to, to try to help their fellow, their fellow colleagues, which is really cool. So that was good. That was fun. That's how my week's been. How's your week been? Um, How's the chaos? Uncontrolled as usual. (laughs) How many sick kids this week? Yeah. Well, actually this week, I mean, they're all in school right now and and life is good. Knock on Um, wood, man. But um, I I guess there's one other thing to celebrate that, uh, in a big picture way that uh, has been a while in the coming and it uh, got, it got off the ground last week mm-hmm. and it, and it's on its way. And uh, without uh, me saying it, I'd like you to say, you what? say it, man. No, go. No, You're oh, no, 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 no. This we, is we, your baby. I think we rotated. We did. Yes. We, yes, V1 yes, project. We, we launched the V1 project this week, which was a massive milestone. Um, and it was awesome. It was like i thought it was uh, what did you think i mean it's the first cohort it's kind of i it was 
you know, folks that um, for the first cohort, I, I, we really selected people that have, I think everybody in that cohort has done uh, a mental skills training workshop, has participated in that. A lot of people in there have done a lot of extensive self-development uh, in their in their lifetime. They're kind of, they've got the repertoire of this. And so the purpose of the first cohort was, here's the structure, let's design this together as a community. Um, and, and it was a brainstorm and some of the ideas were just blew me away. I was like, oh my God, you guys are so amazing. Yeah, so smart. It's, it's already good kind ideas. of, it's already kind of affecting the, the path that, that, yeah. uh, the V1 uh, yeah. project is going to take. Yep. Um, and there's such a wide, what's really good about this is this, there is a wide range of experience. There's, yes. young, there's, there's, um, in my case, not so young, um, <laughs> You're in the there's, middle, dude. You're yeah. in the middle. <laughs> oh, they have, there's uh, people that uh, come from multiple backgrounds, corporate, yep. uh, civilian, military, yep. Um, yep. some that have had ex other exposures to uh, supports, yep. uh, groups, everything. It's 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 a, a good group to... Yeah, Hilo like, guys. I got a test pilot that's a, a test yep. pilot for a Hilo. Man. I mean, just such a diverse like background of aviation experience, but this very common thread of being pilots and caring about uh what we do and caring about our community and understanding that there's a lack of resource uh for us and so we're taking charge man it was it is, yeah, you know v1 is different than lift effect lift effect is a practice that's you know it just that's what that is v1 is a community um there's self-development there's structure that we're certainly uh creating but it's it's very user generated i mean this is the yeah, community and, and, that we're building so. From the very first session, yeah, it's it's there's there, there's a lot of this is going to help guide in a way or help you um, fine tune the the concept and create a really good um, yeah um, curriculum yep. uh, and help for everybody. So yeah, I just feel yeah. like that's something that we kind of it's been a it's been a while coming and people have been asking. Um, yep. It's going to be a little bit of a delay between now and the next mm -hmm. one. Cause we're going to get a little, start making sure the path is the uh, yeah. is fine tuned, but it's on its way. And soon there'll be more opportunities for people to become a part of it. And I think they're going to really, really like it if, uh, based on what we're seeing just off this first one. Yep. Kudos. Yep. And I, and I see a lot of facilitators in there too, that are going to, you know, so yeah, it's just, I, I'm psyched. I'm really, this is well, the future. I think it's a huge part of the future of what we're trying to do and the ideas people had were just like amazing there was a lot of introspection and a lot of totally lot of very I mean, um um i actually thought for for having it presented to them on the fly there was a lot of very well thought uh out and conceived ideas that really uh, you only i can only imagine what the next session is going to bring after people have had time to chew on yeah. all, on those different thoughts that were out there because it was a it was, I thought this was going to be more of a meet and greet for the first one. And it was got into the meet immediately. So yep. all I can tell you for all those listeners out there that when the opportunity presents itself, I think you're going to be floored and amazed at the content and the, the interaction of this community, because it's not going to be just your group. It's no, going to be not even close. There's going to be yeah. everybody at times, basically. So you're going to get the best of your own group which you'll know the best yeah. and everyone else it's just uh 
this is a start of something really, really good. And like I said, kudos to you for 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 the the thought, the the, the dream, and now the actual wow. reality of it. I so. appreciate it. I'm I'm really excited for it. So it's good. So we we rotated, man. I think we got the mains off the runway. Yeah. It's going. We're going. There's no stopping now. It's like it's it's game on. Well, I so. think I've done enough of stroking your. Uh, All right. Yeah. Your, enough your, of that. Too much ice cream, cream man. Too <laughs> yeah. much ice cream. <laughs> that was the right, cream, baby. Um, it's kind of interesting. You in your little intro of how your week was kind of touched on something that was uh, uh, um sent in by one of our listeners and it was about sleep Mm. and the importance of it. And what are some tools, tips, techniques to help get better sleep? Because we all know what the effects and the impacts of lack of sleep are. And that is something that we all get affected with everybody, but uh, the aviation community in particular, Mm. especially for people that are flying long haul Mm -hmm. or going, uh, doing a, a day, um, uh, uh, flying and then having to transition on a relatively short cycle mm-hmm. to go to an all-nighter type thing. It 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 impacts yeah. your sleeping. So yeah, that was really the question was, hey, what is the uh what are what are some important tools, techniques I can use to help combat that disruption? Yeah. I'll tell you what sleep is when when we're talking about when people come to lift effect, very often they the sleep was what put the nail in the coffin, if you will. They were managing their stress uh, or not managing, but kind of sweeping things under the rug uh, and, and being able to do that. And everything was like, it was kind of a house of cards, but where the the card the, the card got pulled out from the base was when the sleep went. Because when sleep goes, if you're not sleeping, you are going to, we, we call it, there's a term psychological decompensation. It, it kind of means the wheels come off. And that is the number one factor of the wheels coming off for pilots is this, the sleep goes and it's, it goes downhill very quickly. And once you kind of get on, it's like being on the backside of the power curve. If you get on the backside of the power curve, you are now yeah, you're going to have to take a huge amount of thrust to, to depending on how far back you get. And sometimes that. all the thrust is still not it's, enough. It's not enough. It's Air France. Right? And you cannot add enough power and you cannot Can't overcome break it. Stall. Can't <laughs> break it. And that is sleep. And so I will tell you, I've learned, I mean, you know, my biggest struggles I've had in my life was sleep was a huge contributor or lack of or poor sleep was a huge contributor. So sleep for me is the most important priority in my life is is sleep because when I don't sleep, I am a different human being. And I used to pride myself on not getting enough sleep and I could do it and as I got older, I'm in my, you know, late 40s now and I as soon as I hit 40, it was like the I couldn't do it anymore and when it would get disrupted and and I was starting to get on the backside of the power curve, things would go to hell in a handbasket fast. And I see that in our practice clinically, the sleep goes and guys get into, and gals get into really bad places, really bad, like even sometimes requiring hospitalization. So just a quick question. Sleep is huge. Uh, as people have gotten older, as and with, uh, with your cross-section of clientele, have you found that as they get older, that that um that 
that period where they uh, where it in, impacts them gets shorter, stays about the same. In other words, uh, 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 their ability to deal with the lack of sleep does it get? Do you it gets think that, it gets worse because one is as we get older we sleep less. We have more sleep problems as we get older, just just, just biologically because, uh, and and our resilience is less, and so we don't have the you know you're when you're in college you pull all nighters and you're fine you know it's like you can do it and still go out and drink that night, um, at least that's what we did, you know it was like uh, go home take taking that yeah coffee right yeah that's, that's right what coffee. that's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's, but as you get older, like you can't, it, you don't have the tolerance, the resilience, you don't have the the stamina to be able to power through that. And, you know, when a, you can go look at all the statistics and there's the best book on sleep ever written is called why we sleep by uh, Matthew Walker. He's a researcher at, at um, I think UC Berkeley runs a big sleep lab and he's wrote kind of the most comprehensive approachable book on sleep you know, not sleeping is incredibly impairing. It's like worse than being drunk in, in some respects. So it's from a flight perspective and a performance perspective, it's bad. It's, it's not good. It's no bueno when you're not sleeping. And there's lots of accidents that we can go back and look at where sleep was a huge factor. When you're sleeping, you can't make good decisions. So here we are. We're there. We're, okay. we're on that backside of the power curve. Right. What, what tools, techniques do you feel like would help someone, you know, get 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 on the right side of it before they reach the point where full thrust is still not enough? Yes. One is is be aware of what gets in your way of a good night's sleep. Everybody's got their own thing. There are some well-known uh, infiltrators of sleep, uh, alcohol being primary. Yes, alcohol helps you fall asleep, but it's paradoxical. It helps you fall asleep, but then it wakes you up and makes it harder to get to sleep. So alcohol is is a, is really difficult on sleep. It's not good. Caffeine, huge. Our, our caffeine. Not that we use that on the flight deck to, or cocktail. Right, of course. Yeah. I All mean, nighters, we, you're sitting there knocking the coffee. Yeah, out. it's the juice of the night crew, you know, is is caffeine. Um, so that's a huge problem. Um, digital devices. Yeah, it's like, does the blue light affect the pineal gland? The pineal gland is what uh, secretes um, melatonin. And I think there's probably something there, but the research is pretty iffy on what is the effect of blue light in terms of secretion of melatonin and actually taking melatonin. Taking melatonin is bad for you. It, it It's not, if you look at the science on melatonin, it's adding melatonin to actually makes can make sleep worse. And it's this commonly like, oh yeah, take melatonin. And when you when you buy melatonin, because it's not FDA regulated, <clears throat> you don't know how much melatonin you're actually getting in that supplement. And they've they've looked in labs, they've taken like pill to pill. It can be like a four hundred percent increase to a four hundred percent decrease in melatonin from pill to pill. So you might think you're taking two milligrams, but you might actually be getting eight. And you might so it's really there's some more reputable supplement companies out there to get your melatonin, but going to Rite Aid and buying your melatonin is like, you're getting crap. It's not good. It's not, it's cheap, poor melatonin. That's not, there's no standard to it. I think the, the science shows that it's not, you should not be using melatonin. We can talk about Ambien and those are called hypnotic drugs. Um, 
I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But so just uh, so where though we self medication is. Oh yeah, it's yeah, and slow. the FAA approves this shit, which is like the stupidest. Uh, it's like if you know what those drugs do to your brain, and I, the FAA, I cannot understand why they approve that, but then they don't approve something like trazodone, which is an old school antidepressant medication. I mean, Ambien knocks all it does. Th there's mortality associated with taking Ambien and Lunesta in those hypnotic type, type drugs. It's really bad for you and they're highly addictive and there's a lot of dependency that can happen on it. And so I'm not trying to scare you guys that are listening because I know you're taking Ambien. Ambien, it's fake sleep. What it does is it knocks your brain offline so that you don't remember anything, but you're not actually getting sleep. You're not getting good sleep. You're not getting into those deep waves of restorative sleep. It's fake. It just knocks you offline. So you don't remember anything. That's why, you know, if you've been on enough long haul flights, sometimes people will get up and start walking down the aisle in their underwear, business guys or in first class because they, they popped Ambien and they don't know where they are. And we've had flight crew uh, have issues with that where they'll take Ambien and then they're just wandering around with no clothes on, you know, out in the cabin. And it's a big, you know, it's a big deal. Now they're not supposed to be taking that stuff. There's a big window the FA requires, but come on, give me a break. Do you really think it's absurd? They're taking Ambien because they can't sleep. Like they have a sleep disorder, period. You got to be really careful with that shit. And any doc physician that's like, yeah, Ambien's fine. And I wouldn't trust. I would go to a sleep doctor. And get their way in on this stuff. Somebody that knows what they're doing. So having a digital sunset devices, again, it's not necessarily the blue light that creates the problem, but it's the stimulation that creates the problem. If you're stimulating yourself with, with electronic devices, information, it's very hard to kind of slow things down enough for you to be able to get some rest. So having a digital sunset is really important. Turn off the devices turn them off. Curfews for alcohol, for caffeine, for eating. Eating is a big issue. If you eat too close to bed, your, your body has to create a lot more energy to start to work to digest the food. So like when I eat too close, my heart rate's too elevated and I've got to slow my heart rate down and I've got to drop my body temperature to be able to actually get into sleep waves. And so if you eat too close to bedtime, it's like getting a workout, essentially. It's like so, fuel into like coal into the furnace. It's yeah, you're just gonna heat up, putting right in there. So having a uh a, 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 some curfews on when you drink, when you eat, caffeine, super important. You know, and caffeine, I'll tell you, like I can tell you this, it's it's the way we metabolize caffeine. It is not like a few hours. It's like 12 hours. I mean, you can have a, a caffeinated beverage and don't quote me on this. I can go get the stats and we'll look at it, but you can have a, 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 a caffeine, you know, a cup of coffee at eight o'clock in the morning and you're still metabolizing it significantly at eight o'clock that night. So for me, I, I, I do not drink caffeine after 11 AM period. I just don't, I switch to decaf. Um, and there's actually some good benefits of decaf coffee. There's some you know antioxidants and and other things in there that that they've they're discovering is actually pretty good for you and coffee is actually good for you there's really good benefits of coffee but
but you know, sodas, teas, sugar, that kind of stuff. Don't, don't do it after 12 afternoon. If you're going to try to go to bed at a, you know, 10 o'clock. So that's some, some curfews you got it. And even on the road, you can still have these curfews. Just maintain, try to maintain your time, your, your, your home base time as best you can. And there's lots of theories on how to do this. You know, some long haul, you know, pilots that go out, I treat a lot of people that go out for 17, 18 days. And their philosophy is, is I, I just sleep when I'm tired. I eat when I'm hungry. I eat when I'm hungry. I exercise when I want to. They don't really keep a schedule and those guys age worse than faster than anybody. Um, so we, we won't, I don't think we have time to really get into all that today, but make your room a sanctuary. That's really key. It, whether it's your hotel room or it's your, it's your bunk, if you can, or it's your, you know, your room at home, but you want to make your room a sanctuary. So what are the ways that we can increase sleep is get rid of any light source as much as possible. I mean, I put black tape. I used to carry on the road. I would keep uh, electrical tape with me and I would just cut a little piece and I'd put it right over the, the, um, the fire, uh, smoke detector because it's got the little green light you know i would just put tape over any light source the tv all that stuff declutter put all the crap on the nightstand throw it all into a drawer so you have a lot less clutter temperature the colder you can get it the better optimal sleep temperature is somewhere between 64 and 67 degrees um so get your room as cold as you possibly can is is another another thing use white noise if you're easily distracted Use white noise, use earplugs. Um, I've got Bose sleep uh, buds that I, and I just use the, the, it's actually the brown noise. If it's really bad, it's really loud. I'll just put those in. Um, but you want to kill the light source. You want to get it really cold. Taking a hot shower before you sleep is helpful because it actually helps your body drop temperature faster. So you've got to drop temp in order to fall asleep. Your body actually has to cool. And so if you take a hot shower, it starts to stimulate some of the mechanisms in your body to cool things down a little bit quicker. So not a cold shower, a hot shower at night will actually make your body cool faster. I think, you know, some of these like PM rituals are important. I mean, do you have a ritual before you try to sleep? Like, how do you, how did you, how do you do it at home? How'd you do it on the road? I know how I did it on the road. I would have a kind of a ritual of going to sleep. For the last number of years of of uh my flying were um international and it was almost always on the backside because we'd go be going into the yeah into the um um asia or pushing in you know six seven hours ahead into europe and one of the things that it was really really important to me whenever possible was to try and get myself into the room because and, and our Oh, we, one of our contract requirements was the room had blackout shades. So most of the hotel rooms, we had that, but the key yeah. was to get in there before sunrise. Cause it seemed like as soon as if it, it, your body just, mm -hmm. it says, Oh, it's time to be awake. Seize the so sun. I could get, yep. If I could get in, in my bed and have the blackout shades or have the shades there where it was dark, didn't have to be black. It just had to be dark at least. And black was just, you know, as dark as possible was better, but I didn't see the sunrise because as soon as that happened, going to sleep, 
was so much harder and sometimes impossible. And that really, and then that really started, that set me up poorly for the return flight. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I always said, uh, tried to do whenever possible is get myself in bed. It didn't always work, but you know, then you just have to go in there, put it down. And then you have a longer period where, like you said, it quiet, put the buds in or whatever. Um, and use kind a sleep of, mask, you know, you have to yeah. start slowly. It's a longer, um, um, time between laying down and going to sleep. But like you say, the key is get the room dark. Um, Obviously, during the day, it's going to be harder because you can hear noise outside and everything. But the bu- putting earbuds or uh, plugs in your ear will help reduce that. And white noise was was is also, um, yeah. it was also very beneficial. Yeah, you get apps on your phone that can generate yeah. white noise. You can some I, people I never, carry white noise generators with them. You know, it's. I, I probably was on the other end of the, the spectrum when it came to medicating, self medicating. I basically didn't take anything. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so uh, I never had to worry about what you're saying about Ambien and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and by the yeah, way, I never took that stuff either, but just to make sure for clear for people here, we're not, this is not any medical advice that we're giving here. This is no, you got to talk to your doctor, but, yeah. but you can educate you. And this is, this yeah. is educating you. Uh, I'm not telling you to, to go sure on or off. Yeah. You're not, I'm not telling you to go on or off your meds, but I'm saying, talk to your doctor about this and, you know, like. Yeah, Ambien is bad for you. There's lots of di- clinical evidence about that. There's lots of studies on that. What it does to you that we know that uh, it's it's dependency properties. We know that. And if your doctor doesn't know that, get a new doctor. Are so, there any OTC supplements that you think might have any value or not? I, you know, I I think again, I'm not a, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a pharmacist. Um, I, I think. The, the more you can create baseline, which is like get things off board, not on board, I think the better off you are. Um, your body, your brain has a natural pharmacy. Your body has a natural pharmacy that's in some respects is better than any pharmacy that's outside of your body. It knows what to do. It's got huge intelligence on what to do. Your job is to try to create an opportunity for those natural rhythms and those things to, to, to happen and correcting sleep is a very slow process. It does not, it takes months to years to correct it. Um, and it's, you know, do a little, a lot, don't do a lot, a little, um, you can correct it over time, but it's going to take a long time to correct it. And the more consistent you can be and just accepting some nights are going to be good. Some are going to be crappy and you can't win them all. And that's okay. But you just want to be really, really consistent and I will say this, and you know, guys are going to probably get mad at me for this, but if you care about sleep, get the hell off the international stuff. It's just period. I mean, you're you're jacking your sleep rhythms up terribly. And if you have a propensity towards depression or towards anxiety or mental health problems, if you've suffered from them, you need to get off of that kind of flying because the sleep is the foundation. They used to think it was sleep, food, exercise are the three pillars. It's actually not pillars. They're, they're, they're vertical. Sleep is the foundation. It's the foundation. It's more important than exercise. It's more important than food. It's sleep. Because if you don't sleep, it, it creates disorders of every kind, of every kind. So you got to have a really long, hard look at how you're doing. And some people can just kind of manage it. They're good with it. They know how to, you know, they can figure it out. 
Uh, they don't have the issues, whether it's just, you know, just genetic, it's just luck, whatever. But if you have issues and when people come to lift effect and they're, they've had some serious, you know, disruptions and, and it's like, they're like, okay, I'm going to go back into that flying. It's kind of like, I'll see you soon. See you again. You know, because if, if you always do what you've always done, then you kind of always get what you always got and jacking your sleep up is there's only so much you can do to fix that. If you don't have the opportunity to have consistent sleep, there are usually three prime drivers for, and this is, it'll get back to sleep in a second. There's three prime drivers. I believe that people want to fly international, at least for most of the, of the majors. And that is it pays back. It, it's a higher mm -hmm. pay rate. Um, it's the wide body flying. You want to fly the big, the big right. ego metal. Right. And the third one is a lot of times you want to go see things and go places. Right. In this case, you want to go to London. You want to go to right. China, yeah. you know, to Beijing, whatever. That's fun for the first but, couple months. <laughs> but what I found is the best way to, yes, that's a true statement. Sorry. <laughs> slow to, slow to, 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 yeah. Comprehend what you were saying there. Um, I went at this is my one of my quicker days too. Uh, uh, is that one of the things that benefits you the most is actually one of the things that people are willing to do the least, and that is to stay on your home base sleep cycle, which means sleeping during the day. So if you're going because you want to go see London. If you're, it, you're staying up, you're basically staying up all night. Yeah, you are the minimum to minimize <laughs> yeah. sleep, sleep disruption. You're going to be sleeping during So you're really not going to be going anywhere and doing hardly anything. Uh, but that allows you to stay the closest to your, to your normal sleep. But cycle. you get to fly that big airplane over yeah. a wide body of water. Well, the, the, the other thing I didn't mention also is for most people is it's also, you're able to get doing the more of your flying in fewer days. So it's true. You more get time way home. more. I, totally. I totally so, get it. And I'm just, I'm kind of being, a, yeah. you know, I'm no, being, but, you know, I'm saying it in jest a little bit, but, but, but seriously, there is a trade-off, you know, there really is. And, and you have to be willing to accept the fact is that if you're domestic, most of the time you can kind of do stay on your normal cycle and do a lot of things and go see things. Cause you're not really adjusting your sleep or your, your daytime, nighttime by more than a couple hours. I used to but take these guys we take these guys, you know, from like Aspen to LA, these pilots, a lot of them lived in Aspen. They flew the big, big, you know, American guys or Delta pilots. And, and we would take them to drop them off when they were going to start their trip. And then like six or seven days later, we'd pick them back up and they'd be on our flight and they, we'd fly them back home. And they had aged 30 years in seven days. And then they would go home for like five, you know, seven days and just try to recuperate. It's like being a professional athlete, but it was like, they, they looked 30 years older in the course of seven days because they, and, and they just be like, oh man, how many days till I retire? I just got, I just got one more year of this, one more year of this. And like, I get it. You get more money you get, but it's, it's not going to help you when you're dead. I mean, who cares? If you want to go see London, here's an idea. Take a vacation. <laughs> Crazy, right? Because you know, look, when you've been there 30 times, you're like, oh, oh my God. It's you might as well be in Bismarck. I mean, it doesn't matter. So I, I'm look, I'm here to safeguard your mental health and your physical health. That's my my role. 
I'm not here to stroke your ego about being a big wide body captain or whatever. That's all cool. I get it. It's fine. But my job is to protect your health. And so I see what sleep disruption does to people. It's devastating. And sometimes it's deadly. And the FAA acknowledges that with the, you know, fatigue. 117. And it was good. Yeah. Some people hated it because they made less money because of it. But arguably, it, it put more control in the pilot's hands of saying, I'm not fit i'm not able and let's talk don't even get me started on the safety implications of 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 being impaired i mean do you want to go fly drunk well that's what flying sleep deprived is it's flying impaired i think we'll save that one for another day i just opened it so i closed it (laughs) but here's here's the thing i mean like try to make the connection about how you feel with different hours of sleep with nine with seven with less than five just right if you make a connection about how you feel, it's easier to start to implement some of the changes, knowing the purpose, you know, knowing, knowing what, what's the purpose of sleep? Why do we sleep? If you start to read a little bit, educate yourself, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I got to make sleep a bigger priority in my life. It's really important. So another thing I would say that, and we didn't really touch on this, this aspect at all. And that is what are some of the other things that could cause, uh, the inability or the 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 difficulty in getting to sleep and that's stress stress having yeah. so many you know having so many different things with, with you know at, at home with with money with a bit with a side business with a hobby with a whatever it may be stress is a huge one and i'm going to summarize it this way and I, and i thought about it while we were talking um when i was flying uh, if, if the airplane went out of control, there used to be a saying unload for control. Mm-hmm. And, and the way I'm saying it here is, is find a way to sometimes maybe, you know, trying to start up the business because you want to do stuff. Sometimes you need to kind of let it lay, yep. unload, take a take some of that off you so you can lower that stress level. Cause you may find out that that's maybe all it needs to happen for you to have some, uh, some get some good sleep. So you start thinking better. You're, you're healthier. You're more, you have more energy. It's, it's amazing. Uh, I just feel like stress is a huge one that, that can impact people in it. And it's kind of hidden and they don't even think about it. They just go, I'm just not sleeping well, not realizing yeah. that that could be part of it also. Well, and the problem too, is when you don't get good sleep, you start to get anxious and depressed and the more anxious and depressed you get, the harder it is to get good sleep. And so it just becomes this vicious cycle that, that starts to feed on itself. It's like the turbine engine. You light it up. You can't turn it off until you start to disrupt the fuel source. So the fuel sources for bad sleep is not understanding the purpose of sleep. You got to have the rationale, the technology, whether it's bright lights, you know, blue lights, maybe, but I think it's more the stimulation of those devices that emit that light frequency spectrum start to rev you up. Caffeine, alcohol, smoking, big meals, exercising too late inconsistency having you know huge inconsistencies with sleep creates sleep disorders and I, I think most important though is just not valuing the importance of sleep when you start to value it you will start to make some corrections because it becomes important to you it becomes a priority and it can be corrected it can be correct and look if you have a night it's bad sleep don't worry about it i mean don't get oh my god i didn't sleep this is the worst thing in the world and that's what happens sometimes when when things start to go off the rails is we become like almost obsessed 
about not being able to sleep. And the number one way you can not sleep is to be worrying about whether you're going to not sleep. So you've got to just set your environment up and yourself for the best chance and then just let it go. Learn to meditate, learn some psychological flexibility skills to, to, to get around that, you know, the demon of sleep that, that, that can happen. I would say that of the things you talked about that could cause this disruption in sleep that, you know, for, we were talking about as if they were each individual solo, um, um, effects. So many of those things, if you were to talk to a lot of people, they go, well, I don't have just one of those. I have like three or four of them. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. Of and, and what I would say is, is don't go whole hog and go, Oh God, I'm going to reduce everything. No, start with one. Start yeah. with one because if yep. you do, that'd be even worse because you're going to feel even more miserable. Right. Well, <laughs> look, the, like, oh, the curfews, the curfews are easy. Yes, I mean, they are. 60 to 90 minutes before you sleep, do a digital sunset. Okay, I'm turning off my stuff. I'm turning off the no computers and I'm going to read a book, not a Kindle, just a, a good old fashioned paper book, right? Remember how we used to do that? Kind of crazy. So 60 to 90 minutes, start the digital sunset. Caffeine, five to eight hours. Alcohol. I think that one can be tough for people, especially if they've had it for a long time. It's not easy. You know what? But here's the deal. Just get decaf. It's the taste that people are chasing often. It's that habit of having coffee in your mouth is you can, you can do it or go half decaf, half regular, start to titrate the amount of caffeine down. Um, yeah. That's a way to do it. Like taper alcohol, three hours minimum, big meals, three hours. Don't work out four hours before you sleep. And this is all based on science. And, you know, we're, and here's another thing too. Don't have big, intense conversations, uh, right. You know, right before you go to sleep, that's dumb. Big decisions. My, my mom always say, don't make big decisions at night. And I think that's true. You don't want to rev yourself up, uh, you know, with big decisions. So there's just some quick tips, but I like the question. We can talk more about sleep. We can, we can review some of the literature at some point and try to apply it to our operation, you know, of flying. But, but I think those are some, some, this is what we advise people with sleep disorders and depression, anxiety at lift effect. And, And if it can, if it can work for that, it can work for you. Well, the plan was for this just to be a question, but it's such a broad. There's never just a question. I know, that, I, you know, <laughs> and then keeping you from getting down deep into that rabbit hole is a challenge. <laughs> but it's, it, but, we, it's, but the thing is, it's it, this one's a big one because it affects so many. And I, I don't know that they've ever done a, a scientific study on um, retired pilots. In other words, uh, there is a study, but I don't know if it was done. It's grim. Well, the thing is, what you were talking about, the the international versus domestic. Yes. um, uh, You know, I've always wondered what kind of a study, because it seems like so many of the people that I know, they retire, and then within a few years, they're gone. Yep. And going, that's uh, well below the national uh, life you know, life expectancy. Yeah. I, I think there is some, we can look into that. We can look into That's that. something, you know, so yeah. anecdotally, this have, though, yeah, it's yeah, like, this yeah. is something that people need to take seriously. You don't, you know, I, and I, I think we've talked about it. You don't live to work. You should work to live. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, this whole is uh, all of this is, yeah, it's great to fly. And it's, you know, the, the pay and the benefits, not what they once were, but they're, 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 they're decent enough. 
But the whole goal is to be able to enjoy all those things once you reach the time to retire. So take care of yourself, eat healthier, keep yourself fit and make sure you, you, you keep your body and mind rejuvenated and that takes sleep. Yes. Couldn't have said it better. So any last thoughts on this? No, I think that's, yeah. Appreciate the questions. Such insight. I mean, the reason we rabbit hole on this and there's so much to talk about because you got, you know, you all are asking really good questions and keep the questions coming. Uh, Lift effect podcast at lifteffect.com. You're trying to make me redundant. I see how this is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) AI. We're going to AI you out. Yes. (laughs) We'll get a bot. We'll get a bot to ask the questions. Well, I might be closer to the bot. The AI actually, (laughs) actually you would think would be a very comprehensive response. You're going to get a, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like single pilot. Yeah. Okay. Don't, I'm not even going to go there. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Yeah. No, no, no. That is a rabbit hole. I'm not letting yeah, you Yeah. We won't go there. So once again, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into us. And as Matt said, um, sending in these questions because a lot, we have a kind of an agenda of what things we would talk about, but uh, we'll always want to answer those questions first because in some cases uh, they're as important, if not more so, because those that's what's on your mind. So please keep them coming. Podcast at lifteffect.com. And um, we look forward to uh, seeing you on our next podcast. Please give us a like, uh, a thumbs up, share it with your friends. Until next time, thank you for listening in and have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance-related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect podcast.